Hello, my friend. Happy Friday. I'm actually really excited to record today's podcast because my clients know, my small group knows, I have like fallen in love with this tool that I learned from my coach that I'm sure has been modified. I tried to like do some research on it um, to see if I could find like an original source. And unfortunately I couldn't. So I'm just going to give it credit to my coach, um, Stacey Bayman, when she talks about the belief triad. And so this belief triad is, it's a triangle, right? Try. And it's three points that somebody has to have. And so as I was thinking about areas of your business in terms of customer sales, team members, helping team members grow, like the cycle, um, the or not cycle, the four silos that I talked talk a lot about. I know I haven't talked about them frequently. Um, but I started thinking about how the belief triad plays in to each of those silos. And I had an experience over, well, last week, um, right before all the Black Friday sales released, and I thought it would be very valuable to you to learn. Now, listen, I am not intentionally calling anybody out here. I'm just going to be like very blunt so that you can learn from it. Okay. Um, because I think when you know better, you do better. And as soon, the faster we, like I'm talking about coaches in the industry, people, network marketers, the sooner we get on board with these philosophies, the sooner we switch that stigma around network marketing. We start eliminating people saying, oh, is this an MLM or that's a scam and only certain people are successful. Like the faster that we really change the dialogue and the way we're approaching the businesses, our businesses, um, the better we're all going to be. So, and I haven't been very vocal about him on Instagram because it was Thanksgiving and everything, but we added a puppy to our life. <laughs> um, and I have all the feelings on him. I love him, but I miss my my dog Winston, who passed away in July. So if you hear a little squeal, I think he's far enough away. Um, excuse me. <laughs> Because it's him and I'm trying to remain focused myself so I don't have all the mom guilt that he's just sitting there unattended. So he's attended. He's in his crate. He's very happy. But mom's got to get some work done. So let's get to this. So for the belief triad, and I'm just going to call it the belief triad as I play around with it because every single day, like I am playing around with this philosophy, this tool, and having so much more fun on how I can help you have more success in your business faster through the use of the belief triad. But basically, when it comes to somebody purchasing a product from you, she, one, has to have a desire for the product. Whether she needs it or wants it really doesn't matter, but she has to have some desire for it. The other thing she has to have is belief that your particular product will get her the desired results she's seeking. 
Okay. If she doesn't want the product and she doesn't believe the product is going to work for her, she is not going to purchase. Okay. She has to have those two things first. Third, she has to trust you. She has to believe that you're the one that can help her. Again, she has to have all three of those things in order to purchase. And the fun part about this is like, as I was kind of coaching some of my clients in the small group on this, it's like, as soon as you get through those three things for each person, like the sales start happening faster. So you, every conversation, you get better, every post you get better about articulating why she needs this product, how this, your particular product is going to solve her needs. And she's going to build that trust in you. And just the sooner and the better you get at that, the more sales you're going to have. So I will give you the example that I had happen to me. So I got a message from somebody who I'm following on Instagram. Um, We engage occasionally, but it's not somebody that I know very well. So I open up the message and I won't read it word for word, but just be, it was just like, Hey girl, I know that you've had your eye on these products and that you are going to love them. And so we have this big sale going on in Black Friday. And really, this is your best option to purchase. So I need you to go ahead and click on this link, purchase. And then on Black Friday, when everything releases, you'll be able to buy at this discount. So don't forget, go to this link, get your get signed up now um, so that you are ready to spend away on Friday. Bye. <laughs> there are a lot of cute emojis. So that was the general gist of the message. My name was never used. I was like, what are you even talking about? I don't, I mean, I know what company she represents, but I'm like, I've never, we've never had a conversation about a particular clothing item or my goals, my desires, but you just basically told me, Hey, I know what's best for you. You're going to go buy this from me and we're all just going to be happy campers. And so as I was, I decided I did go back to all of our messages and we had engaged, um, if she's listening, maybe she'll learn from this too. I don't think she is because if she did, she would have known. I told my clients, like everybody knows who I really help and she would have known. But if she does, it's okay. We'll learn. We always learn, right? And I'll tell you why I think she did it. And that's fine. I totally get it. But we had talked in June. We had engaged. I asked her a few questions. She never really got back to me. She answered one question, never followed up with any of the other conversations. Um, And I had engaged with her on a few stories, again, because stories just kind of go away. I don't know exactly what the story was, but it was like, oh, um, cute and like a laughing, crying emoji. That was our only conversations. Our last engagement was in October. 
So when we're looking at like this belief triad or the sales triad, I'm playing around with what I want to call it for when I'm talking about it, but she, maybe I did have a desire for the product. Maybe I believe in the product, but she had zero trust with me. We had not built up any relationship. There was zero trust. And the minute that came up, I'm like game over. You missed, if you think about a triangle, if it's me to her and me to the product and then like her to the product, and that's a whole nother podcast, but me to her, we put a big giant X. There is zero relationship there for us to, to build on really, right? For me to purchase. We haven't completed the full triangle because you're missing the key piece in that I don't trust you. And when I don't have a relation, and that's not like I don't trust her, trust her. I don't have a relationship with her to decide one way or another. We had zero real relationship for me to go ahead and purchase. And that resulted in me just opening it, reading it and ignoring. And so when, when you guys are talking to people, I talk a lot about you add people, you build relationships, you post you post about your product, you post about the opportunity, you engage, you follow up, you ask questions, you be curious with those who are engaging on your posts. You start to serve them. You focus on their needs only. And then you ask them like, hey, did you want to go ahead and purchase? You have you have seen, you've demonstrated that yes, they have interest in the product. They can see how the product is going to get them the results they want. And they've built a relationship and trust with you. You have completed that little triangle and therefore she is ready to purchase. But if you're missing any part, again, it's game over. You got to slow back down. So for this person, I know it's very easy to get caught up in the excitement of sales, right? Like you're sold the whole, like from October on, like Black Friday specials, Christmas specials. How can you make deals? And I really think your business needs to have been built before the big drop of Black Friday specials so that you can build that desire for the product and build that relationship with you so that you can also demonstrate to her how your specific product is going to get her the results she wants so that when Black Friday specials drop, she could get the email from your company and she would still choose to come to your website. I don't think that Black Friday specials, and I know we're a little late on this, but the conversation came up and I think it's applicable as you go throughout December and into your planning of next year, that the goal is always to add people and build relationships. And those two without an agenda. I don't want you to just be like adding for the sake of this person could buy, um, this person might join or they might not join. And so therefore I'm not going to engage with them. I think you just add 
and build relationships to just better the world. There's an account. It's kind of funny. Um, some of my clients know my group knows, but there's an account that I started following a long time ago. We were building our houses around the same time. I think I had found her through a pottery barn, but this beautiful house. And I got, I was in network marketing at the time and I got wrapped up in that Instagram game of let me follow you. Let me engage with you. If you engage with me, then we can be friends. And obviously, yeah, I wanted her to join my business. But when she wasn't engaging, I hit unfollow. Well, now, almost three years later, I was like, man, I really loved her account. I loved her um, design. I loved the house that she had. I loved dreaming through seeing her. And so I spent time hunting down her account because I enjoyed seeing that. And I'm like, what if we all just built an Instagram page that we just loved looking at and loved engaging with? And we continued to build relationships with other people. We continued to share our unique you know, bits of the world and what we offer and how we help people with everybody else. And then trust that people are going to come and buy. Like, listen, again, this is a whole nother podcast. I will intentionally buy a product from a network marketer over something else in the store. Because I have built trust with the people that are posting. And I'm like, oh, I I trust this person. I think they've done their due diligence. And I don't want to do a lot of that work. They saved me a lot of time. They figured out all the right things, all the messy things that I couldn't figure out. They figured it out. They posted it. And so I buy from them instead of maybe going to, I'm thinking like skincare, But instead of like going to Ulta and being like, hey, I just need this, I'm like, oh, I have my crunchy person. I have my saint makeup person. I have Rodan and Fields person. Like I have all of these people that I buy from because I feel like I trust them over the big marketers, right? And it was all because I'm like, oh, I like seeing their content. I like getting to know them. And slowly but surely, we built trust. And then when I was ready to purchase, I purchased. Okay. So you want to build a relationship with that person. And that can come in a few ways. It's just sharing little bits of you. I don't think you need to share every bit of you. I think that we got to a point in network marketing where we felt like we had to share all of our information and all the triumphs and all the messy parts in order to be relatable. And I think sometimes it was like, oh, that's a little too much, too much information. (laughs) And we didn't have to, or we would be like, hey, I don't want to share this. And so I feel like if I'm not, I'm not being authentic and I'm hiding like from my audience and they're going to sense it, whatever. I think you can share with your audience, whatever you want to share. My husband does not want to be on social media. So he stays off of it. You're not going to see a lot of my husband. You'll see more of faith, but as she's gotten older, I'm like, you know what? I don't really need her on there as well. But 
could people still get to know me? Yes. They get to know me through stories, through talking to me, you know, hearing through the stories. So you build a relationship that way. I think you post value that helps her, you know, how can you stand out? The saint makeup artist that I buy from is over 40 and I'm over 40 and she was just hitting my main pain points. Like our skin is different. How do I look good? How do I feel good? I felt frumpy in my makeup. And so she's always offering different tips of how to apply makeup for women over 40. And I love her. I think she's super fun. She's super cute. She has kids. She's dancing, doing dances with her kids on Reel sometimes. That's how I think I found her. But then she's always giving makeup tutorials and I am fascinated by it. So she just kept showing me what I needed to see. And I was like, ooh, I'm interested. It was once I realized, oh, this makeup can work for me and she can help me. She understands my pain point that I purchased. So you want to think about how can you stand out when you're posting? If you're, if you are taking posts that other people have posted and you're like, oh, that was really good. I'm going to copy it and post it. That's not going to work. Your, your audience is not going to resonate with you. They're going to see it probably from other people and they're going to start to doubt who's telling the truth right? Again, we, they need to trust you. So you want to bring out your unique voice and what you stand for, how you're a little bit different. Don't overcomplicate that. Just keep offering it. Like I love to wear comfy clothes. Like if you could find me a way to look cute and be comfortable, I'm in. So I will be attracted to maybe mom accounts that are more comfy focused. If you're always dressed up, I'm like, I might love you. I might admire you, but I'm like, it's not going to work for me. I don't want to get dressed up. I'm not going to buy from you. Okay. No problem. Focus on your, your specific area. We talked about that. Help them get what they want by posting about it. And then don't ask without permission. I think this is just one of those things like to kind of bring it home with that girl I had, we had never engaged enough that she could ask me to shop. Like I never gave her permission to ask me to shop, right? Like we had had a little side conversation and then she jumped like right into it. It was just very, um, it was her focus. She had her goals and that's totally fine. I get that. That's what I coach people on how to shift that focus into helping your customers, but you get that permission by posting you posting them, engaging you asking, were you interested in that or were you being supportive? And then if they are interested, you can then follow up, build that trust, take it step-by-step, meet them where they're at, figure out, obviously they're interested in the product. Do they see how that product can get them the results they want. And then, and you build that trust as you're having that conversation with her to make sure that product, you know, fulfills the need that she's looking for. So I know it gets really 
easy to get caught up in the excitement of the sales, right? Like your company is posting about it. Your uplines are posting about it. Everybody's like really excited. And you're like, this is like my make or break moment. If I can't make this work during this time, it's never going to work. And that's simply not the case. There are so many other reasons that somebody may not buy, but in order to give you the best shot, I want you to one, again, make sure they have a desire for the product. Make sure they're engaging with you. Make sure that they see how the product will get them the results that they want. And three, you have to build the trust in you. You have to have a relationship with them first before they're ready to purchase. But once you have all three of those elements, it's game on. They are ready to buy. And then you keep developing that trust within you, how you serve them, how the products continue to get them the results that they want by calling out those specific results. And they will keep purchasing. That's how you keep creating those repeat customers. Those repeat customers eventually become your new team members. And then they've already been sold on the belief triad to be successful in their business. Okay. So she has to have trust in you before she's going to buy. Don't jump and try and force the conversation faster and speed up that relationship to get you to your goals faster. Meet people where they're at. I promise you there will be people who are ready to buy that won't take as long to trust, but they're just like waiting for you to reveal one little thing. And then it's like, oh my gosh, they're ready to buy. So I hope this was helpful for you. Thank you for bearing with me. The puppy was barking in the background. I'm like, I'm just going to keep going. As we are going through December, I am really wanting to focus on how to help you, you know, end this year strong, but I'm really going to start taking you into how to set yourself up for success in 2023. I personally think the best thing I ever did for my business was to hire a coach. I had that one-on-one accountability every single week, making sure I was moving my business forward, making sure I had one person linking arms with me to help me ensure I get to my business goals. I am different than working with your upline. I'm going to, you know, hold you to your goals and I'm going to help you solve for anything that stops you from hitting those goals. I don't have the perfect roadmap. So if you're looking for a coach that's like, here, I need you tell me exactly what to do. I do it. And then this is how I get the results. That's not the way it's going to work. What we are going to do is actually create a custom strategy for you. But while you are creating this custom strategy for you, you will learn the processes so that you can help your team create their custom strategy. In 2023, I am going to be taking the focus on my one-on-one clients to really helping them create the processes that ensures their team's success because your business will run you ragged if you just keep bringing on more people and you're unable to get them success. My goal is to help you create a deep team and help them have success so that it can be duplicatable. That's what gives you that that reoccurring income that you're looking for. That's what's going to give you the ability to leave 
you know, take a week off, take a week off vacation and not see a dip in your income. And so I am so excited to help my one-on-one clients with that in 2023. I will have some stuff coming out for the small group that I'm really excited about as well. But if you are listening and you are thinking, Hey, I've, you know, I think I've really figured out this customer sales side. I really need help on bringing on a team and helping them be successful. I want you to click the link in the show notes and I want you to book your call today. The prices on our, my one-on-one group will be going up in January. And so this is a perfect time for you to get locked in. We will start our calls in January. You will have me working with you January through the end of May, beginning of June, right? No, end of June, six months, six full months. You will, you and I will have each other to really have you building a successful business. So don't wait. I only have a handful of spots left and then it will be shut down to, um, when I have openings and I don't know when that will be. So If you are ready to take your business to the next level in 2023 and really master the recruiting and duplication process, book your call today and let's get you started. I will talk to you guys next week. Go out and build that trust with your audience. Okay. Have a great day.